This is the Business English Podcast, episode 128. Get into this Business English Grammar. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, Aubrey. What's shaking? Oh, it's a busy day, Lindsay. What's exciting, we are moving our business course to a really amazing platform, and I'm excited to be a part of that. Good things happening over here. Yes, it's so exciting. We're going to have so many ways to support our students now, you know, yes. I mean, it's not easy learning business English and we're going to be right there with you guys along the way. We've just added fluency parties, which are awesome, Aubrey. Yes, they're so fun. It's the best way for us to be able to chat with you and you to be able to meet speaking partners and chat in English with each other. It's such a great way to practice. Yeah. And just have a real conversation. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what it comes down to at Allers English. You know, that is our key thing that we do is we have real conversations either you guys have them between each other, which is what happens at the fluency parties. You and I, Aubrey, have a real conversation here on the show. And in our courses, you have real conversations in different ways too. So that's what we do. Connection, not perfection and real conversations. Love it. Yes, absolutely. So I have a question for you. I have a bunch of things that I need to get into Jessica today by the <laughs> end of the day, right? I have some deadlines. What about you? Do you okay. have anything you need to get into someone today? Yeah, I absolutely do. We have some proposals that we're working on and I have some things I need to get, get done. And I started them yesterday and then my day just blew up with other things. And it's so tough when you have something you need to get into someone and you know when, you know the block of time you have and then all of a sudden your phone starts ringing, emails right. start coming, things you have to immediately address. Absolutely. <laughs> it's tough. You know, yes, about this, this is so tricky. Yes. We got a really good question about this phrasal verb. Um, to get something into someone else. So we're going to read this question. This is interesting. Um, I'm excited about this one today. Yeah. And this is from Bruno, right? Bruno R. Love it. Mm -hmm. Should I read Bruno's yeah, question? Go ahead. Okay. Hi, Lindsay and Michelle and Aubrey and Jessica. <laughs> Thank you for another great episode. I've always taken happen to to be very similar in meaning to by any chance, particularly when it's used in questions. Would you say that applies? And also, what does get something into someone actually mean in, did you happen to get the files into Molly? I'm assuming its meaning is close to that of hand or send something to someone, but I'm not sure that's right. Aubrey, the quality of the questions we're getting these days is off the charts. I know. Well, it's so impressive because you guys are clearly using English at work in your daily lives and these things are coming up, right? Someone has yeah. probably said, did you get the files into Molly? And Bruno was it. like, I'm not sure what you mean by that. <laughs> I'm going to send it to Allers English. So to have a question yes. this specific is so great for an episode. It really makes it oh. clear for everyone how to use it. 
Yeah, we want to make our episodes for you guys. So right now, especially if you're working in English, but even if you're not, send us a very, very specific question, right? Something you saw, you encountered, you said uh, to Aubrey at allearsenglish.com. Aubrey, can you spell Absolutely. your email for us? Just to yeah, make sure so we... Mm -hmm. My name is spelled A-U-B-R-E-Y, Aubrey, and then at allearsenglish.com. So yes, send me your questions. If you have a follow-up question about an episode we planned or something comes up at work when you're reading something, send your questions. We love to get them to make very clear, detailed episodes. Love it. Love it. Do we have any other episodes that are related to what we're getting into today? Yeah. Well, so the first part of Bruno's question was responding to a recent episode, 1991 of the All Ears English podcast. So make mm -hmm. sure you're following All Ears English wherever you found this podcast, right? And this one was called, It Just So Happens. You can use this phrase to mark surprise and connect. It was oh. all about using happens and it just so happens. And so mm -hmm. just a first, a quick answer to what he asked there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right happen to means the same as by any chance. Did you yes. happen to see the file I sent you? Means mm -hmm. the same as by any chance, did you see the file I sent you? So a quick right. answer to the first part of his question. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yes. And and the additional answer is go over to All Ears English. Everyone should go over to that podcast right now, you know, search for it and go and hit follow on that show so that by the time you finish this episode, you can go over and listen to that episode, 1991. It's not that long ago. Actually, no, that we did that one. one. Yeah, yeah, it's very recent. So good stuff. Yeah. So the second part of Bruno's question is very applicable to business English. He's right that it means to hand or send something to someone. And you guys can't see how he wrote it, but he wrote into as one word. And that's the quick little grammar note is when we write this, it's three words, get into. Yeah. Because if you use it as two words, it means to become interested in something, right? We've talked about this oh, quite a bit lately. Right. Um, if point. we are into a show, if we are getting into a book, right? That's a good point, actually. Ooh, that is tricky. It's different. Wow. Wow. I bet we could do another episode, Aubrey, someday on Allers English or Business English about common confusions there Ooh. when it's two prepositions or it's one preposition into yes. or in two. Really Because this does happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. For really sure. interesting. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay. So be sure to check out, guys, another Allers English episode, 1947. We talked about K-dramas, three ways to talk about K-dramas. And this is one of the ways that we talked about, one of the questions we suggested to say, do you watch any K-dramas? I've been wanting to get into one. And this with get into as two words just means I've been wanting to check one out. I want to become interested in this. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay. That's good. I wouldn't have thought of that, but that's a really important point, how different it is. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, right? So, uh -huh. but as three words, this is what Bruno is talking yes. about. We yes. say get into three words mm -hmm. to mean send to, give to, or turn in, submit to, right? The yep. grammar is important. So we're going to dive into this and share lots of examples. Yeah. It's all about the examples and role plays on Allers English, which I think our listeners love. Absolutely. So should I say the first sample sentence here? 
Sure. Yeah. So this is using okay. get into, we're going to talk yes. about how to separate it and where to put the direct object, because that's what's tricky with this mm. phrasal verb. Just as a note right off the top, the direct object goes between get and into. You're not okay. ever going to put it between the in and to. So that's Got why it. often people will write it into because it's right. glued together, because even they come though together. it's written as two words. Interesting. Okay. So here's an example, guys. Write this down. Can you get those ideas into Mark by five? Right. Yes. And you would not mm -hmm. say, can you get in those ideas to Mark? Oh, no. This is a common <laughs> mistake to put it between the wrong prepositions, right? Right. But you could say, can you get those ideas to Mark by five? So that's also Absolutely. an option, right? Yes. Get something to someone. Yeah. Yep. And we use both, right? To say, yeah. can you get that into him or can you yeah. get that to him? Very yeah, I guess the only I guess the only difference would be into I I feel a bit more of like a, an assignment like submitting a submission mm -hmm. of something right, yes. but both totally work and it's really Absolutely. not. <laughs> yeah, we might say we need to get the contract into our client by the end yeah. of the week, and that does feel like we have been specifically requested. We've been given a deadline. It's an assignment that has to be done by the end of this week, and yes. if we just say we need to get the contract to our client. It doesn't feel as much of a specific assignment that's time yeah. The specific. key is definitely assignment. I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Time specific assignment. Okay. What would be the second example? Yeah. So we also want to talk about oh, you did that already. Tense. Yeah. We gave that example, <laughs> no but for past tense, we, of course, it's just got into, and mm -hmm. we use this as often as we use present tense because we're often talking about something that we just submitted in the past. Yes, totally. So for example, she got her proposal into me on time, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, you could just say she got her proposal to me on time. This mm -hmm. the into me feels like I had requested it at a certain time. She had a deadline. It was an assignment. She got it yep. into me on time. Right. Or what would be the next one? We got the report into the director yesterday. That just means we submitted it, we turned it mm -hmm. in, and it was an assigned thing that was sort of time specific. Yeah. And this also goes for life events. For example, we're right now selling my aunt's house and we're working with, you know, escrow company to deal with closing on the house. And there are things that we have to get into the escrow company, right? By a certain time. And so it, it goes beyond just submitting assignments too, right? I'm yes. submitting... A, a form or signing something for them Absolutely. into them. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. We use it a lot often with lots of different things. And one more quick grammar note, you're going to notice in all of these examples, um, just like we said, the direct object separates get and into, but mm -hmm. if the direct object is unknown, then they're not separated. Then we have get and into together. So for example, what do you still need to get into the client before closing, right? And because it's what, we're, we don't know what's going to be submitted, what needs to be turned into someone, then yep. you keep that phrasal verb, verb together. You don't separate it because there is no direct object. Right. There's nothing to put there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but still, we're not combining in and to. It's still they still sit separately as separate prepositions. Exactly mm -hmm. right. Those are always yeah. fused together. You're never going to put anything between in and to. This is just sort of a note to think about. Okay, if if we haven't, if we don't know, if we haven't talked about what's going to be submitted, what's going to be turned in, then get and into will will be together. Interesting. Okay, Aubrey, let's get into a role play. Let's do it. So. What, are, what do we have here? What are we talking about? Yeah. So you and I are discussing deliverables at work. What's a deliverable, Lindsay? Uh, deliverable is just a fancy <laughs> word for saying an assignment, something you have to complete. Um, maybe it's not literally that you're turning it in, but you have to complete it. It's a task, 
right? Exactly. Yeah. Any product or service or result mm-hmm. that has to be completed to finish a project. And mm-hmm. I kind of loved your, uh, I think a lot of people feel this way when they think about deliverables. It's like all yeah. the things on my to-do list, all the tasks that I have to complete. But you can also use it in a very nerdy way. Like I, now that I've moved to Denver, I, this is so silly, but um, I feel like I have to drink a lot of water. And so I have my big water jug on my desk that I call my deliverables for the day that I have That's to drink. so awesome. <laughs> So nerdy. <laughs> it is so nerdy, but it's also amazing. It's so you. I love that. Oh, got it my is. deliverables there. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that in memory of fun. you. It's fun. It's fun to be a nerd sometimes. You got to love, love it. it. All okay. right. So this Here role play, yeah, we're discussing deliverables. I'll start us out. Okay. Okay. What do we need to get into the director this week? A couple of reports. I'm almost finished with the trajectories. So I'll get that into her today. Awesome. I'll get the cost analysis into her by Thursday, end of day. Oh, very serious. Good plan. We've got it going. We're going to get this thing done. I know it. (laughs) I feel good about it. Absolutely right. right. We have a plan for all the deliverables. Yes. So good. So first you said, okay, what do we need to get into? So again, you don't know what the thing is, right? Right. What do we need to get into the director this week? Yep. So that way it's all squished together. There's nothing between get and into because we don't know in this sentence what the direct object is, what it is that will be delivered. So what do we need to get into the director this week? Right. And then I said a couple of reports. I'm almost finished with trajectories. So I'll get that into her today. So here I'm using that in uh, replacing the reports, right? Exactly. Right. I'll get that into her today. And so keep in mind, your direct object is often um, a pronoun, right? Yeah, we're, pronoun. We don't, mm-hmm. we're not going to say again, I'm almost finished with trajectories. So I'll get the trajectories into her no. today, especially a word like trajectory. That's hard to say. That's going to sound so weird. If you no. say it again, you got to replace yeah. it with that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can't repeat the same thing three times Mm -hmm. within 60 seconds. You'll sound crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like we do sometimes with role plays trying to fit it in three times. We're like, okay, that sounded crazy, but at least you saw lots of examples. Uh, Yeah. They know our listeners, you guys know that you would never put so many of the same examples in one, you know, in Mm -hmm. one conversation, but just for the sake of example. And then what's the last thing you said, Aubrey? And then I said, I'll get the cost analysis into her by Thursday, end of day. So nice. you see how it's separated. We have get and then our direct object, the cost analysis into her. So we're separating the phrasal verb. It's transitive. The direct object goes between them there. I love it. So good. So what's a takeaway for today's episode? Where do we want to leave our listeners? What should they focus on? Yeah. Phrasal verbs are so common in business English. And it might surprise some of you listening because they are a little more informal. But you guys have heard us say this before. We're more informal in business English than textbooks would would like you to believe or a lot of online courses, right? That's true. We use phrasal verbs all the time at work. Yeah, absolutely. There's a time and a place for, you know, formal language, but I also don't think that that would mean you couldn't use phrasal verbs in a formal presentation either, right? So phrasal verbs are just functional. I don't think that they're casual or formal, really. Don't you think? Yeah, that's a good point. They're just functional. That's a really good way to think about it. When we're teaching IELTS, the phrasal verbs are are often considered idiomatic language because so many of them are idiomatic. You can't figure out what they mean from the actual words. So that's what makes phrasal verbs so tricky. But this one, get into her. There are those two separate meanings, right? Of becoming Mm -hmm. interested in something to get into something. Right. And this one, submitting, turning things in. We use it all the time at work. The grammar is a little bit tricky, but I think with today's tips, you guys are ready to use it. Yes. And I'm super impressed with Bruno's question. Guys, impress us. Send us an awesome question where we can see that you are actively using English, right? Immersing yourself in English. And we will prioritize that question. We take, we 
you know, we prioritize the better questions, right? Uh, and so send us a good question and you may hear your name and your question on the show. Good Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes. Thanks, Lindsay. Right. This is really fun. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.